When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's a big week when RHAP is on the road in Chicago. Check out my live show from Chicago. That's going to be up on Thursday, Wednesday night. Shannon Gus is going to be live with you with Kelly Wentworth after Survivor. And we preview the Dondi finale with Deal or No Deal Island host Joe Manganiello all right here on RHAP. We know reality TV. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Drag Race Recap here on Reality TV Rehabups. I'm your host, Liana Boris, and today we are going to talk about episode 11 of RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars season eight. We are almost at the finish line, and I have, of course, our fabulous panel here to close things out almost in the penultimate episode of All-Stars eight. First, it is Amon Adwin. Amon, how are you? I'm well. Um, yeah, this was, this was fun. This is a good episode. I, I enjoyed this. I was like, not entirely sure how they were going to work this out. And also not entirely sure how the finale episode was going to look. But now we have context on that. So, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Yes. And we'll get into all of those details with Amon and also Beth Dixon. Beth, how are you? I'm doing great. Um, I enjoyed getting to see all the queens come back and put on a talent show. And we finally get the reading challenge. So I was very excited about that. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yeah. So we have two major highlights to talk about. The reading challenge, of course. Uh, But the maxi challenge this week was the variety extravaganza where all of the queens got to come back. And as we had sort of been speculating, this was essentially a fame games episode although candy and jimbo did perform but it was more of like a bonus performance it didn't seem to necessarily factor into at least in the wins losses category for their final uh, resume of the season so i'm on where do you want to start you want to start with the uh, appetizer you want to jump right on into the the entree Oh, sorry. It's still kind of. <laughs> Is that voice a little rough from Beyonce? <laughs> oh, maybe that's the real highlight. That's for, actually, no, that's, that's what highlight. we should start with. This is okay. Forget the fame games. We'll talk about the real fame games. Mm. Amon went and saw Beyonce. We have to hear about this. How He's did it go? I forgot died. that I hadn't forgot that I hadn't talked about it on this show because I talked about it on the uh, the, on the draft the draft that I did for yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I'm on. <laughs> I will literally start crying again if I'm. <laughs> Listen. It was so good, guys. It was so good. Like, I've just sort of been like floating around for like the past few days. I. It was everything that I wanted it to be and more. I was so close to the stage too. And I could like it it took like forever for me to realize like that's her. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> You're in the same so space. Like, yeah. And it was just to be like surrounded by that many other fans. And mm-hmm. everyone was just like freaking out just as much as I was. And like I fucking met Jonathan Groff um because he was at the <laughs> concert too. Yes. I, I was just before the show even started, I was standing there and I was like, I think that's Jonathan Groff. I was like, oh no, it's not Jonathan. Like he's probably he's gotten money. He's probably like closer to the stage. But then I was like, no, damn. And then my friend was like, Do you want to say how? I was like, no, 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 leave him alone, leave him alone. He's here like the rest yeah. of us, leave him alone. But he was mm-hmm. like, Come on, like you're excited. Like this is a moment. Like, go up to him. I was like, no, just leave him alone. But then he was like, I'm going up. I was like, no. Before I could stop him, he went over and like tapped him on the shoulder. He was like, look, my friend's like a really big fan. Can he just, you know, can he just say hi? And, he, and Jonathan was like, of course. And he was like, come oh. over here. And I got the chance to meet him and take a picture with him and give him a hug and everything. It was just, 
Jasmine Sullivan was there because she's also famously from Philly. She wasn't in my section, but like the Jumbotron kept, you know, putting oh, the camera cool. on her. Mm-hmm. And it was just like Kevin Aviance was there, who's, you know, obviously on the album as well. Like it yeah. was just, oh man, like it, it just really felt like just a, this like cathartic ass party that I good. really just really really needed it just felt so good and like she does this thing i don't want to soft spoiler at the end of the show she gets in like this harness and like flies over everyone and you know like it's sort of like the curtain call of it all and Mm -hmm. she flew directly like she was like as high as my the highest point of my ceiling is that's how that's how close she was to me i was just like oh my god I, I mean, Amon, I would have looked at my friends and been like, lift me up! <laughs> Raise me! <laughs> oh my god. That is so incredible. I am so excited that you had that experience because I know, I mean, I, you just think about like how much is going on in the world and I think all of us need an experience where we can completely lose ourselves in it and i'm so thankful that you got that with what what i can't believe i i I think i uh described beyonce in my tweet about you as like a your omnipotent ruler or something like that (laughs) um (laughs) but so excited i mean i don't think i've never been to a beyonce concert but i would have a hard time believing anybody does a show better than her it's Like I, I try like not to be too hyperbolic when I'm talking about Beyonce, but I truly believe that she's one of the greatest living entertainers that we have right now. And it's just, I don't know. It's just like such a, like when you know that you're witnessing something really, really good, it just mm-hmm. feels good to be there for it. And to like be later down the road, be like, I was there, I was there, I was there. So it's just, I haven't even taken the wristbands off. They're still here. Like it was just... <laughs> It was it was so good. And like I'm trying to be financially responsible, but a piece of me is like, damn, I feel like I want to buy one more club and it's on ticket somewhere else. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, like I would highly recommend for those of you that still have a chance to see her. You don't have to break the bank in a nosebleed ticket for like a hundred bucks and just go and like just see the show. It was it was so good. It was very, very good. So. That would be a mom's talent in the talent show. He would be like, let me describe in detail my experience. I will make you feel what I felt. <laughs> it reminds me, Amon, have you ever seen the super fruit video where they're breaking down um, be- one of Beyonce's performances where it's Scott Hoying and Mitch um, mm-hmm. uh, Grassy chatting about like this was years ago. I mean, this would have been like 2014 or something mm-hmm. like that. But they're like how they're like, we're going to put break down every moment of this, you know, performance of hers on tour. And like, how can how can you not say she's the best and like all the stuff and, I'm getting the same vibes from you and I'm loving it. Yeah, it's uh, it's just when you know someone has like really, really dedicated so much of their time or soul to a craft and it's famous for, like she's been famous for most of my life. Like, you know, yeah. she's just, she's been in the game for like the longest time. So it's just all of that hard work pays off and she's so <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I was like, oh no. I knew- <laughs> the internet can't like, handle it. All right. All right. Oh, you no. guys got dragged to talk about. <laughs> uh, the thing is, is, I could see him fine, but he'll just like the the sound will sometimes bots up. But, um, but no, so thankful you had that incredible experience, Amon. Yeah, Amon, your audio is, is going in and out. Um, See if I can figure okay, it. well, let's uh, let's hop back to drag. Beth, what were your highlights from this episode? I mean, it was fun to see a reading challenge. I I don't I, and I'm I'm very thankful that Kasha Davis won something. I was really excited mm-hmm. about that. Um, and I think the highlights, honestly, in general, like there were quite a few performances that I just thought were like such a great um showcase of what these queens are about especially since you know this is the season where we have a lot of queens who maybe left earlier in their season and then left early in this season Mm -hmm. as well and because we didn't get a variety show challenge in the beginning of the season like we have traditionally done with all stars it's been pretty great to see you know them come out do their thing and then say this is why i'm one of the best in the world i like it i i agree with that it felt like a celebration episode 
Although it was weird because it was overlaid with this weird voting multiplier thing, which I feel is completely unnecessary. Just give the queen some money and move on. Like right. you're going to, you're telling me that you're going to give the winner a five time vote multiplier. Like why? What? Like, I just don't, that absolutely made no sense to me. I actually really hated that. Uh, but mm -hmm. apart from that, I liked everything else in the episode. Well, it did sound like the when they were uh, presenting it at first, it sounded like they were just going to stuff the ballot, which I guess they kind of are anyway. They yeah. were like, they're going to get um, a big uh, advantage in their votes. <laughs> and I was like, does that mean like you're going to get officially endorsed by the show, which I guess this kind of is like, right. Are you or like you get a uh, 5% of the total votes, like extra added to your thing. Right. I don't know. The multiplier though is absolutely ridiculous to be a hundred percent honest. Like a five time multiplier was an option. I understand that none of the Queens got that, but still. I really think it should have been all two times with like one, three times on the yeah. board or something like that. But at the end of the day, I kind of feel like this is a popularity contest anyway. And there are, I don't know. I just think it's really hard to sit back and say like anything that's going to be fan votes or is going to be a hundred percent. Well, I'm fine if there's like, okay. So the, you know, you can hire bots or whatever because you'd like just need an email address to cast mm -hmm. votes. So, but like, I kind of want to see the results of the botting. Right. <laughs> You're going to do that. Like, you know what I mean? I don't know. I don't want to have to do the math. You know what I mean? I don't have to divide all our results by three. Oh my God. Time, yeah. Times three, <laughs> divide by this, square mm. it, and then drag math. Great. Drag math. Oh uh, yeah. Aman, we were just talking about the, um, the wheel multiplier that was, oh, yeah. what do you, what are your thoughts on that as a mechanic? I, I kind of like that to sort of, you mm. know, I mean, I guess like you want it to land on a queen that, um, that, maybe potentially won't get as many votes as the rest just to sort of like even the odds a little bit. And I don't necessarily know if that happened 100% because I mean, mm -hmm. Lala Ree is already, you know, a really, really, you know, the front runner everyone person. loves her. <laughs> um, but James Mansfield definitely like having the times to multiply definitely is going to help her out. So um, yeah, I, uh, I, I kind of liked that sort of extra boost in there. It was fun. Mm -hmm. Here's my issue. They should have spun the wheel once and that was what they both got because James mm -hmm. Mansfield in, from what I'm seeing is likely not going to get as much as Lala anyway and now yeah. she's definitely not going to get as much yeah. and she, but I will say like if I mean this is maybe jumping the gun the the boom boom gun and the Gia gun language a little bit but I don't think she should have won anyway <laughs> so I don't know uh, it was, it was <laughs> definitely she was having Jimbo moments on the stage where she slipped one time yeah. and I was like and some of the high kicks that she were, was giving were a little but then I was like is that part of the character maybe? Maybe she's just being a little oh I'm like you know messy but I don't know so. I definitely think that like I don't think that she's out there thinking that she's you know a Kahana um, who yeah. can you know perform and do Right. flips and such but i also yeah i mean it, i caught I, I just watched it being like this would be me if i were performing i would be the one who did a kick that was like oh it didn't even come to your chest okay got you um i mean it was she more does like, have those what? big ass boobs like so like you know i also understand that yeah it's hard you know <laughs> i mean i feel like towards the end of it especially when they started to like sort of like collaborate a little bit it did it it, it like she started to do a little better but yeah lala was definitely like hitting hitting it a little bit more so mm -hmm. the lala re-experience was in full effect yeah i still wanted them to do the jumping part of the choreography like, i know that you're not really supposed to like do the choreography for the music videos but like every time i you get to that point i just wanted to do the rain on me like i just like yeah. keep seeing it in my head <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh yeah for the lip sync i mean for rain on me to be the lip sync song first of all i was very excited about that yes, and yes. uh so yeah i thought that was amazing then when james was announced as the winner right because it goes james oh and lala you're also a winner i was like really <laughs> that's the moment i was like ah yes that they're giving it to james because they know james is gonna get lower fan votes so they want to give her the multiply like i was like mm -hmm. going through all of this in my head mm -hmm. but i do wonder if because of you know their foreplay together during the performance of the song that rue felt like ah just give it to both of them i don't right. i don't know 
I mean, because I mean, we're fairly certain that 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 uh, what do you call that thing? Wheel. The wheel. <laughs> the wheel. The uh-huh. <laughs> we're fairly certain that thing is rigged. So, like, I'm like. Yeah, we didn't see the full wheel. We just saw where it landed. So very well, Bruno could have been like, oh, (laughs) like, I feel like they should have just given the times three to to James Mansfield to make it more interesting because Lala still even with the times two or just give them both times three, you know, and they kind of like no, we sort of like nulls the entire thing. But um. Yeah, whatever. Like it's 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 for a secondary crown, which is still fun. But, you know, it is what it is. Listen, as Sunday Riley said that she had been watching the entire season was so stoked by even though we are a thousand percent certain this was recorded before the show even aired. uh, (laughs) All of them uh, have been doing great on social media and that kind of thing. But I don't know. I I generally am just thankful that we had an episode where they can just kind of show off their stuff. I don't know if Mm -hmm. it'll make a difference in how people are voting, but. Have you been seeing the smear campaign tweets from uh, Darian? Darian. (laughs) So good. Uh, This is, I love Darian Lake. (laughs) I gotta be honest. I was like, I haven't voted yet, but I'm like, I might need to <laughs> give Darian well, these votes. You gotta get on it because like voting ends like tomorrow. It's like crazy. Mm, okay. It ends, yeah, it ends on the 16th. So depending on when you're listening to this, the voting might already be closed. True. Right, and, go ahead and do it right now. Yes. <laughs> and Darian, yeah, so Darian has been dropping these uh, yes. Yeah, what's her hashtag? Hashtag, like, hashtag smear, smear campaign. Smear campaign. Yeah, mm-hmm. for various queens, and they're all really funny and clever. <laughs> and th- some people have clapped back, like James's clap back, which was pretty funny. Her response was uh, made oh, me I laugh as that. well. Yeah, James <laughs> wow. like retweeted it and said something. Yes, yeah, so it is all on Twitter, and uh, so d- that's okay. I'm like, I have a million thoughts. I'm tempted where to go. Like, I, let me just start with like my gut. Obviously, vote for whomever you want. Mm-hmm. I've been so impressed with Darian. I think both in Untucked, when we got to re-see all the looks, I was like, oh yeah, that's why she kept getting buzzed for, you know, the, the Queen of the Fame games because mm-hmm. she's sort of like exactly the person that you would hope would win. Someone who went out early, but who was still slaying it on the runway, had a lot right. of really great ideas, like the snow bunny look, which I keep going back to, I think is super clever. And then is also killing it on social media with like yeah. putting forward this very cohesive, unified, hilarious campaign. Mm-hmm. So she's like, in my mind, the person who should win for the all of those reasons. Is, is yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> she she yeah. checks all the boxes. And and so that's like my what my gut is feeling, even though, like, of course, there is the popularity element to it. And I would like Lala to get her flowers. I want Jessica to get her flowers. But in terms of the criteria of the fame games, I would give it to Darian for me personally. But I mean, like, I I haven't been I'm not like the biggest Jessica Wild fan as many as I've come to discover as many other fans are. I mean, I love her down. She's she's amazing. But like Darian's little smear was kind of like working on me. I was like, you know what? You're right. She did win quite a few. She's won some coin. Like she's yeah. gonna be okay. So like, maybe I should give it to somebody else. You know. Well, I also mm-hmm. love that Darian's using like knowledge that the fans necessarily wouldn't know. Like the fact that she knows, like Mrs. Kasha Davis has two Teslas and a beautiful home with a loving yeah. husband. How much more does she need? And, like, and you're like, and she's like, me, I'm alone and nobody loves me. It's just my cat. I was like, oh, it's just no. my cat. Which is so funny because on the show she was like, no, I'm kind of just content being by myself. Like, <laughs> it's right. great. Um, so, what is the truth, Darian? Yeah, what's the truth, Darian? Come out. No, um, I like. I I think I like the one about Nisha Lopez too. Have you seen Nisha Lopez's yeah. boyfriend? She's one enough in life. <laughs> <laughs> that was so good. Was so good. And then there was something, was it Monica that she was like, have you seen how beautiful and new these outfits are? She doesn't recycle. She doesn't care about our environment. Therefore you mm-hmm. should vote for me. It's so good. Darian, um, I think the point of the fame game should be somebody who can bring a perspective of drag that is very popular, but isn't necessarily the platform that wins drag race. Like mm-hmm. I love Darian. She was never going to win season six and she, no offense. Like I knew she wasn't going to win this one as much as I wanted to root for her because she has a campy 
not high fashion, but also interesting point of view. One that is very popular among local queens and like the history of drag in, in the United States. Um, and it's just, I don't know. It's not like necessarily like she wasn't going to win the runway when you were up against like the Kahanas and Nashas and those of the world, or even a Jimbo who is going to have another kind of out there perspective, but Jimbo also can sew and yeah. those kind of things. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Darian for me um, did get, I, I kind of split it out a little bit, which is probably not the smart thing to do, but I gave her five votes and then I gave one vote to five other Queens. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's what I did. Yeah. The, uh, I feel like I agree with that a little, like it's, it's like more in this, this well, we've been in this era of drag race where and it's like drag race is just like any other reality tv show where they're going to try to get the fan base to be a little younger and mm-hmm. you know try to bring in more people especially now that it's on paramount plus because a couple years ago we saw like that big ass like press release from cbs and paramount plus about like how they know that their core audience is like older people like 50s into the boomer era and they've been saying, like, we need to get more content here to get and us. We need to get more content in here so that, you know, you know, we have younger people here. So mm-hmm. I feel like with Drag Race, as we talked about many, many times, they're going to start casting queens that not are just younger, but also queens that just understand more of, like, what is popping nowadays. So, yeah. And Darian, while she is, well, I wouldn't say that Darian is like just some old broad out on her no, porch saying, no. get off my lawn. Like, I'm like, it's not that bad, but like she obviously represents like, you know, uh, a, an era that's maybe not like what people most think of nowadays. Um, so, well, in the is, words of Bianca Del Rio, when the point of no return came up as the lip sync sign, she goes, I know Miss Darian had this on eight track when it came out. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, so my money's on her. Like, I mean, she's an established queen. Right. Mm. Well, didn't wasn't the one of the reads about her the you should hang up your clothes alongside your career or something like that? Was yeah. that about Darian? Yeah. And she was like, "Ow." <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, okay. All right. So we'll we'll move on from this and and talk about the uh, the the performances. But there's one more Darian like tweet I want to read, and I don't know why, but this one is really sending me. So this one's about Kahana. <laughs> she already has a job working for RuPaul's Drag Race live in Vegas. Sounds like insider trading to me. What's the truth at Kahana Montrese? Showgirl? More like show your tax returns, girl. <laughs> I don't know why, but that's really funny. It's stupid, but I like the play. Show us the tax returns, bitch. <laughs> it's so good. It's that's so great. good. Okay. I love her. Let's get into the nitty gritty of all of the performances. The judging essentially was a a nothing burger this week. Everybody got positive critiques. So who cares about that? Let's talk about our feeling and who we would have put in the top for this week. Mm -hmm. Jimbo and Candy are doing the hosting, although we can talk about their performances at the end. But let's go through in order, starting with Monica Beverly Hills. Beth, what did you think about her performance? I definitely was happy to see that you know she was a little bit more in her element where she had a little bit more control i still like she's not like she doesn't necessarily perform with her eyes a Mm. little bit it still kind of felt like sometimes it was like a deer in headlights while everything else was moving and flowing and and being sexy but i also soak soaking the clock oh not a soul can clock okay i could not understand what she was saying the audio mixing was horrible yeah no no it was really bad and i i mean she repeated it like 50 times and i still was like so soaking the clock so i was like is it a soul can clock yes slay 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 i think so first of all all of these performances were super short right like Mm -hmm. a a minute but a hard minute it felt unless i i felt like lala's went on for three minutes it was amazing like i which very well could have been like that was real or it could have been like oh no there was just so much that it felt like it lasted longer i felt like monica um I was really thankful for her to come out. And like, first of all, she is stunning. I, I know I've said this before when, you know, in the first episode, but like she came out and like both out of drag and in drag. I was like, she's really pretty. She's really pretty. I like looking at her. She looked so much more confident this time totally. in the performance than she did in the very first episode. So that was really nice to see. I'm happy that she got positive feedback. I felt like the fact though, that the song was like half intro, half performance really did her a disservice because you kind of miss the first 
Like the first half was just her mm-hmm. kind of in the set design, which was cool, by the way, mm-hmm. just kind of like walking in the set design, but didn't really like do much for the performance. So if you only have a minute, like you've got to pick, you know, something right. where it's explosive kind of the whole time. Yeah, the <clears throat> the performing. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> the performing of um, like original songs and lip syncing to them on Drag Race is sort of a dime a dozen these days. So you really have to make sure that you are giving it to the girls or else it's going to automatically seem like it's just less and i feel like monica like you said beth doesn't really perform with her eyes and it just it just feels a little low energy and it's like i don't know if she's got anything going on so like i don't ever want to be too harsh with queens when it comes to stuff like this um but yeah it just unfortunately like when you when you put it up next to someone like lala reese or even candies it's like uh, I don't want to talk shit about your song, like, you know, because it's like any other drag song. You know what I mean? It's fun. Mm-hmm. It's it's silly. It's campy. It's 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 fun. It's simple, easy to remember. But you just got to give me the energy has to be there in mm-hmm. order for it to really yeah. work. She was in her element when she was interacting with the backup dancers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When she yeah. did stuff like that, that's where she came alive. So I, I think that if she kept that in mind moving forward. Mm-hmm. Really fun, like interact with the audience, interact with different things. I think that she get right. a lot of personality that comes through her entire body, um, and not as stiff, maybe. But I thought, she, I mean, regardless, she's beautiful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hair, she is beautiful. Nasha is up next, and she's beautiful, yeah. Oh my gosh, and does flamenco dancing or some variation on that? Uh, and because I'm not an expert, I don't know. I've saw some critiques of it that it was like a warm up to flamenco dancing, but I was happy nonetheless. <laughs> not a warm up to him. <laughs> yeah, look. <laughs> I was happy nonetheless to see something different. And I think also just like her stage presence is so like she just owns that stage. Mm -hmm. And I think seeing her come out, it was just a reminder of this is why drag drag race is does not a good queen does not mean that they will do well on drag race. Like Nisha, I think is absolutely stunning. Does so well with the other girls, like presents always such a, cohesive unified package but just drag race is just seemingly not the show for her so to have her be able to come back and be that badass bitch was just really refreshing and it was also just refreshing to see her like because i've been following along with the roscoe's videos too and obviously she uh is the host there and it's just it's just nice to see how she navigates you know whatever negative feelings that she might be having about the competition the production getting eliminated early she never really lets you have it like that she's always been like really really gracious and just just a joy to listen to and a joy to just, you know, have as that continuous voice throughout the season. So I've definitely become so much more of a Nasha Lopez stand over the past couple of years, even before she was even on this on, on this season. So she was great. She's great. Yeah, I thought it was really sexy. Um, and I really loved um, I, I'm always a fan of something that no, I want to I want to preface this by saying that I understand there's a lot of talent that goes into creating a song and then lip syncing it. So I'm not like trying to bash that because that takes a lot of different skills. But I always love when somebody does something different or somebody does something cultural, somebody does something that um, just is different from the rest of the group. And so I really enjoyed her. Um, she was definitely towards the top for me. She wouldn't have been in my top two, but she would have been maybe like third or fourth for me. It's a variety show. You want to see some variety. Correct. I I get that sort of, especially now that we've seen the talent show so many times Mm -hmm. that you kind of look for something different. And uh, then, yeah, I'm on. I was just going to say, I'm always like, I'm always still like a a little nervous whenever people do cultural things on Mm -hmm. Drag Race, only because I just, my mind just always goes back to season 11 with, uh, (laughs) with Soju. And she was like, this is a traditional, you know, Korean wedding dress. And Michelle is just like, that's lovely, but girl. Because <laughs> like, you never, you never want to like be disrespectful but at the same time. It's like, come on now. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, oh man. <laughs> next uh, performer we're gonna move on to miss kasha davis who does lip sync to her own song but has a super unique take and 
I really liked this. I think because mm-hmm. I'm all for my political girlies. So go for it. That I am super, super happy with. Also, she got to plug her books, which I'm also very happy about and got to plug that with Rue. Go get your get your coin. Mm-hmm. And to just have, yeah, such a like, I don't even know, like metal. It was like, I guess metal, a metal rap. A metal yeah. rap. Rock yeah, rap. I, don't, I don't know what genre <laughs> I would call it, but I enjoyed it. Jock's yeah. yeah. Oh yes. <laughs> um, it was um, it was great. It was great. You know, it's always good to hear these messages on Drag Race, and sometimes we get them ad nauseum when Drag Race is to the point where it can be just a little bit too overly saccharine. But sometimes you get that right temperature where it's like not too preachy. It's just it's just truth. It's just like, mm-hmm. yeah, bitch, like we're in a really effed up position right now with the world. Like y'all got to get it together. We need all need to get it together. Like come on. Um, but you know, she made it entertaining. The, the choreography was fun. Her look was fun. The backup dances were fun. The juxtaposition from her normal oh, Mrs. Kasha Davis into the was, and then back to that was was like the perfect sandwich. It was um, it was a lot of fun, and I I definitely wanted to place her towards the top, and not just because of like what she was saying, but how she delivered it in such a concise and fun and fresh way. Yeah, it was like an Oreo cookie, right? Where you got like the Kasha Davis that you know, the sandwich cookie, but like the inside was like, ooh, this is something I didn't expect. I should say it's a like an Oreo cookie that has like one of those weird flavors they come up with like all the time. Yeah. Where you're like, this is actually strangely pretty good. Like this is the peanut butter and jelly Cotton one or candy something. One. Yeah. <laughs> so they're like, yeah. Fish. Where you're like, mm, this There's is what Swedish I expect. Fish Oreo? I think so. Ooh, right. I, I mean, I wouldn't be shocked. Right Maybe that was photoshopped. <laughs> I'm about to buy some right now if they have it. Mm. Oh no! Oh no! Um, but I—I I mean, I have—I've been a Kasha Davis fan for years, as y'all know, and she has always been very political, but not in the sense of like divisiveness. Um, mm. She's always political in the sense of like, here's what the reality is, but we need to come together and respect and have kindness and that kind of thing. And I just a limited edition. Oh no! (laughs) That is a long link in the chat. (laughs) Look, (laughs) Google be googling. Google be googling. Um, But no, I just was. It was. I was really happy. You know, I mean, not that this would have been the case when she was filming this, but over the past couple of weeks, New York State, one of the quote unquote most liberal states, the Republicans are trying to ban drag story hour here and mm-hmm. are trying to do these different things and she's one of the faces of upstate new york period when it comes to drag but she's i would argue when i think of drag queen story time i think of kasha davis because of the impact she's made like she really started a lot of those projects um in western new york and a lot of her tweets were regarding that. So for me it was just kind of great to see her come on and say like yeah I'm going to promote my books but she's somebody who pours back into the community. We've know her story. We know that she wanted kids, but she didn't want to have them. But then like her, she married a husband who had kids and that, you know, she's just somebody who cares very deeply about perpetuating kindness and, and teaching yeah. the next generation uh, inclusivity. Mm-hmm. Um, so having a song that you don't expect from her, that's even just a, a little bit campy, the outfits mm-hmm. are campy. Um, she's, throwing wigs around she's going bald on stage she's putting another wig back on like those aspects it was fun and uh, i actually put her in my top two <laughs> um i really enjoyed it and i maybe it's just a biasy but i love mm. it yeah i put her in my top two also when i was going back through I, I i think for for so many reasons she and then then i was like oh my god am i gonna vote for kasha for the for the fame games but <laughs> i gave her a moment. vote she has two Teslas, so she's fine. She's yeah, fine. She's yeah, good. thank you, Jerry. <laughs> also, her husky is gorgeous. <laughs> Max, I've <laughs> I've seen her post photos of her walking Max for like years now, and every time mm-hmm. I see him, I'm like, oh, Max. <laughs> Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
Darian is up next and does a stand-up routine. And I will say, I think broke the stand-up routine curse because for most of the people who try to do this for the talent show have bombed or just not performed well. So I Mm -hmm. want to give her her flowers for that. I wouldn't have put it in the top. But I do think that the level of difficulty for this Amon was just so much higher. Yeah, I mean, stand up is it's it's tough. We know it. Um, and I wasn't I wasn't worried about Darian Lake because when I heard that she was going to do it, I was like, oh, she's she's one of the girls. I'm like, she's she's got it. We we know she's funny. We know that she can come up with a few jokes here and there. So I was like, I think she'll be okay. Um, it was this was it was interesting because. I did, I did notice like during the routine, I was like, there, there are a lot of fat jokes here. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, at the end, which is fine. You know, however she wants to, you know, talk about herself, that is really fine. It's comedy. It is what it is. All things are sort of like up for grabs. Um, and then when, uh, what was the judge's judge name? Ego. 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 Yeah. Um, yeah. She was like, I feel like you don't need to be the punchline anymore because we're looking at you like you're like this, this bad bitch. And I'm like, I kind of agree with her, but I kind of don't because I'm like, if that's what she wants, if that's the route that she wants to take, then let her have that power. But at the same time, it's like maybe maybe there is like um, uh, constructively, maybe there is like something, a little bit of truth to you need a little bit more variety with the jokes. And maybe we didn't see everything because we know Drag Race sort of, you know, edits a few things out. But most of the jokes that we did get were fat jokes. And the piece of it was like, okay, these are all funny, but like, give us give us a little bit more. You know what I mean? So yeah, it was. Um, I think she. I think she did a really good job, but I can also understand why she wasn't like up there. So yeah, I'm totally with you, Amon. I really felt like um, there's. It was also like I was just waiting to see like the judges kind of were put in a bad position too to be like, mm, how can I judge this without sounding fat phobic or whatever right Mm -hmm. you can't be like but look at you now you look beautiful because then that's implying that like fat people can't be beautiful right right? and it's all like patronizing and it's like it's like how do i compliment this like what do i do (laughs) which is why i like what ego said because she was saying like hey like um look at how much of a bad bitch you have with your confidence now because that was something that was definitely lacking with season six and we saw that insecurity a lot with how it um, even though I kind of agree with Darian a lot of the time with uh, with <laughs> with her against Ben Crime in season six, um, but we definitely saw the insecurity come out. We had conversations with her in season six where, you know, Courtney Act is saying like you can absolutely find somebody who will love you for who you are in your um, shape now. Like that is not going to stop you from finding somebody who will love you. But it all comes from the inside, right? Um, but I also would say, like, it's also really easy for someone like Courtney Act to say that. Courtney of all people, stop relying on that body. Um, <laughs> but I definitely think, like, what I liked about it was that she ended by having a very, it wasn't a joke at the end. It was a very just like an inspirational thing. So it yeah. kind of had this, like, yeah, I'm being self-deprecating, but I'm also, like, trying to show that, like, you can have confidence. as You just have to invest in yourself. I'm like 95% sure though that the ending bit was from the B movie because the opening <laughs> monologue of the B movie is like against all known laws of aviation there's no way a bee should be able to fly like and then it goes it's like something about like its wings are too small for its fat little body to get off the ground or so like, and I was like yeah. is she quoting the B movie <laughs> which I'm not I mad at not mad that. at because it's actually I've never seen hilarious. the B movie well, it's be- I mean, the- I've never seen the B movie either. So why do I know this? Because it became like this internet meme in certain like wow. areas that's just so for some reason, that's why I know that. Anyway. I will never watch that movie again. Quick side note. Like, <laughs> Wait, why? why? I, 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 I experimented with a tincture Uh-oh. of okay. THC, uh-huh. which I didn't know was super duper strong. Uh-oh. And I just sort of like squirted the entire like pipette into my mouth uh-huh. which i don't recommend stay, uh-huh. stay in school kids don't do drugs um <laughs> and then I, did, I you know i my i came downstairs because my roommates were watching people said oh i'll watch the movie and then i'm sure that movie on sober is crazy <laughs> but when you are that sky high isn't it like nicholas cage is a is a b or something like that who is it jerry no, seinfeld it's, uh, jerry seinfeld i kind of want to try that now oh my god it was, it was the most trippy thing 
imagine. Stop giving me ideas, I'm on. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I think I have evening plans now. <laughs> like I felt like everything, I felt like everything had a deeper meaning, had a deeper meaning, had a deeper meaning, had a deeper meaning. It was oh, like but that's I need to stop. I just wanted to stop. I was like, this movie is insane. Why am I idolizing it like this? Like, <laughs> oh my God. It's crazy. Oh man. What's oh up with us podcasters and bees? Because like my whole thing was I thought bee boxes were filing cabinets for drugs in the middle of fields. So like I didn't realize <laughs> oh, that they yeah. were bee boxes. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. They're like drop off points, right? Or something. Yeah. Yeah. For, yeah, yeah. If I ever, if I ever decide to have a career change where I just go into like, you know, the drug oh. cartel business, know that that's going to be my calling so someday you're gonna be like oh well beth had a whole bunch of drugs and what she said were filing cabinets but you have to pick them up in full bee gear so it just looks like you're a beekeeper just saying (laughs) okay but wait i feel like this has legs because first of all your slogan can be like i get you buzzed okay but it's done okay um and it's like easy marketing right you put like a little bee sticker somewhere and it's like ooh, Mm -hmm. i know where to get it okay so be on the lookout best drugs that's what's going to business idea Yay. Yay. Branding. Branding. My mission statement and vision i'm going to come up with this plan <laughs> <laughs> okay let's go corporations uh <laughs> let's continue moving on from the b movie and let's talk about james the uh who ends up in the top and does I think is she, how does she describe it in her walkthrough? It was like a comedy number meets an original song. Mm-hmm. With like a little bit of a Broadway type twist to it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was, I was thoroughly entertained. I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, there was nothing groundbreaking about it, but I loved yeah. the, um, I, I knew what was coming and I still loved when she would like do like the chest bump thing and like the, the pit crew would fall away or whatever. <laughs> Um, I, I, uh, I think she was like, but I have these like over and over. That was really funny. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I would not have personally put it in the top, um, or like the top two. I mean, I probably would have put that third or fourth to be frank. Um, but I would not have put it in the top two. Yeah, I think now that I'm like coming down from like the high of her winning, because you know, I love <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I love James Mansfield, so I, I do have a bit of a soft spot for James. Yeah, I don't know if it deserved to win. It was, I mean, it was thoroughly entertaining. I was shocking, yeah. it was very, very mm-hmm. funny. And obviously, RuPaul just could get it like this. I've been saying it all season. This literally is the season of titties, like between James and Jimbo, and then uh, 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 Jessica Wilde's mm-hmm. coconuts lip sync. It's just nothing but breast. Plate, All we in, needed was Ben de la Creme coming in with the uh, the tassel burlesque the thing burlesque, that she did right. for her. Yeah. Well, actually, that's and, and I hate to say it, but I actually kind of I know that this was more of an original song with lyrics that James did, but I kind of was like Ben de la Creme had a better titty based almost burlesque thing. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why I put it lower. Mm. Yeah, it was it was it was fun. I definitely definitely towards the top for sure. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Maybe fourth for me now that I'm really thinking about everything. Maybe right. third. Because sometimes, like, because it can get kind of hard to be like, well, I prefer the titty number over the, <laughs> over Akasha Davis's. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I right. about none of that shit. Show me the titties. <laughs> yeah, the world sucks, but tits. It's like, Akasha Davis, I would have listened to you. I would agree with you more if you had titties. Just saying. Like, it just feels so like. <laughs> yeah, social justice co- rap versus titties. I mean, you could have done the, the titties. Can you imagine if she had just been like, instead of pulling off her wig, she just was like, ah, like really shimming like aggressively on stage, being like, the world sucks. <laughs> Actually, I, I would love how. that. Yeah, I was like, wait. Again, hold on. Yeah. I, I thought James was fun. I probably would have put James third overall if I had to rank everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, she stood out to me and someone who I remembered from her performance. And also, yeah, it was just so <laughs> obviously so different from like Kasha, who I also really enjoyed. But I, I, I thought that both had a fun performance. Kahana was up next and she has been very vocal about her cheer background and about how, how that was so important for her mm-hmm. as she was growing up to have the cheer community and to be able to come out. And so she does, uh, uh, she, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I wouldn't call it like a cheer routine per se, but does like one tumble and then some call and response. 
kind of stuff. Beth is that was, laughing. That's just the way you said that was a little shady. What? One tumble. Okay, I did expect more tumbling. I'm not going to lie. I Matt and I was like, oh my God, yes. Because it was down think- the length of the runway. Do you think this was a personal F you to James Mansfield who, like in season nine? <laughs> cheerleading challenge and like right after her too. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like, not be surprised. Yeah, but I mean, I feel like Kahana did more tumbling in both of the lip syncs in season 11, but even the one that sent her home than she did in this entire performance. Agreed. <laughs> right? So, okay. I'm glad I'm not the only one. And don't and get me wrong. a little muted. Uh, the, the, the backflip, the tuck, like that's that's really impressive, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I did kind of feel like it looked messy too. <laughs> like I was like, is she gonna make oh she made it. okay like that's how it came across to me i think it was i i was nervous for her actually i was like yeah. oh my god is she gonna make it all the way around and i don't know if it's because tall. like but well that and then her hair was also very long so it looked like i don't know there was something about the length of the wit like the ponytail that made it look like maybe she wasn't gonna make it all the way okay I but hear me pony- out yeah hear me out she does a flip uh-huh but it's actually a wig reveal where you oh, land yeah. on the wig, snatch it, other wig. That would have been so cool. That would have been. Okay, instant first place if that had been anything. <laughs> I enjoyed the call and response too. I, if anybody says, when I say this, you say this, I am there. I'm like, saying, yeah. I know, it immediately gets me pumped. Yeah. I don't know why. I'm like, yes, I want to be a participant. Let's <laughs> do this. So that I, I liked as well. But I, I thought she was too safe. Not, yeah. not bad, yeah. but yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it was especially tough because she was followed by the La La Re experience who, yeah. oh my God, was the immediate first place for me. Yeah. Just commanded, owned. Her confidence is so hot. Like, mm-hmm. so attractive. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, I was captivated. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's like, if you're going to be doing lip syncs for your talent show, it's got to be something like this. Just the energy was there. The choreography was there. The intensity in her face was there. Like, it was just, the, each move was crisp. Um, the wind was blowing in her hair. It was just, she mm-hmm. commanded the stage. It was She looked it good. Was, it was what you expect when it comes to shit like this. It was just so good. It was so good. I... Is I just in my mind have like the leg move mm-hmm. with like just like her and all the backup. Di- I am a big sucker like for everybody being in time doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't care if it's cheerleading or dancing or whatever. <laughs> Instantly something that looks really like, oh, one person doing it's like meh. But all of a sudden you add like five other people and they're all doing it at the same time. I'm like, ah, it's so good. That was the moment. That was the moment that for me where she had like that in- kind of intense, like, yeah, I know you want it kind of face mm-hmm. while her legs are kind of going akimbo. And I'm like, ah, and I was freaking out. It was great. I loved it. I loved it. I like the idea of Beth being a hardcore synchronized swimming fan. She's like, they're doing it together. (laughs) You don't even know. I tried so hard when I was on the swim team in high school to be like, okay, who wants to try to come up with a synchronized swimming routine? (laughs) And nobody joined me. Uh, So real sad. Uh, Loved alone. I think also for Lala, the inclusion of the RuPaul candy bars at the end is just such a smart, like strategic move. If that makes sense for Rue to be like, and I'm marketing you, girl. Like, <laughs> look at me. Oh, yeah. Speaking of Rue, I just realized that uh, she was wearing the outfit that she wore for the season 15 promo. Mm-hmm. Yep. Finally, we got to see that. And uh, no wonder they chose it for the promo. She looks stunning. She was so good. Amazing. Mm-hmm. What was up with Michelle's cane? What? Yeah, I was wondering, was that strictly just to be, to emulate um, Debbie Allen or... Is there something going on? I don't know. All of a sudden, it looked like it? when she was like, when you know how like uh, RuPaul would be like, Michelle Visage. Blah, 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 blah. Um, she looked like she was leaning on her chair like this. And then mm-hmm. when she when it came back to her, she had Kane and she did this a few times. And I was like, mm-hmm. is this a, I, knowing Michelle was probably just like a fashion choice for the day. But I was like, mm-hmm. is there something going on? Or was yeah. there something going on a year ago? I don't mm-hmm. know. It made me think it was like that she maybe hurt her foot or something. And she just. It's like, no, Michelle. And she's like, no. I'm going to be injured, but slay, you know? Right. Um, 
I was going to say, speaking of injured, but slight, no, not, uh, not true. Alexis is fine. She's fine. (laughs) Especially because she has the conversation with Lala that seems to go like as best as anyone could expect where it took about two seconds where Alexis does apologize. Lala Ree says, look, I was upset. She is able to share her feelings, but life goes on. And then they start flirting. So that was all of two seconds in that episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, this was the first time I was like, oh my God, is Lala actually reciprocating these feelings? Well, yeah. Lala's read for Alexis, which was hilarious, by the way, was she's a triple threat. Triple threat. She has gonorrhea in like her mouth, her ass, and <laughs> her dick. And her dick. Yeah. And I was like, oh, so you don't. So this so is you, you saying like, no. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what happened? <laughs> yeah. Or do you know this personally? Or like, uh, just- <laughs> what happened in the hotel, girl? <laughs> right. Okay. Well, yeah. Alex- Oh, yeah, it did make me feel better about everything. It was nice to hear Alexis, you know, mm-hmm. come on and be like, I'm sorry. Like it was, I did sort of like late. Cause like I said, like we, like, you guys had brought it up the moment that it happened. She did choose her words carefully. She never explicitly said that she was going to save her. But at the same time, my biggest thing was you sort she of like, made it on thick. Yeah. And so I was glad that she acknowledged like, well, yeah, I, you know, I was, I was playing the game, but I didn't need to do all of that. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wonder how much of it, though, was because it came to bite her in the ass by having candy sent her home. Okay. Yeah. The instant instant humility. Yeah. She said, I was thinking three days later, she says three days later. And I'm like, is that another cycle? Like, is that one more cycle? Right. Because we know it's not every week. I was like, ah, so when you got eliminated and you were sitting in your hotel room (laughs) and you were thinking about it. See, that's so funny because when you said the three, when she said the three days later, I automatically assumed it was when she got eliminated for three days. Yeah. She thought about it, and then I realized, oh, oh no, you're completely right, Liana. So yeah. I think so. Just learn. Well, uh, Alexis does do something different for her talent show. She is singing live, and she sang live. It was fine. Yeah. Yeah. It was, I love the outfit. I mean, she always looks amazing, but like, Mm -hmm. I mean, she did about 90% of a split as well. Um, Didn't get all the way down there, but that's still like the slow doing that while you're singing live. That is impressive. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Put her in a show. I think it just needs, it just needs like a little bit more like va va boom. Like it just, it felt a little, just a little understated, a little muted. Obviously she's talented. Obviously she has a great voice. Um, but I was like, I need you to pack that punch, like mm-hmm. hit that note. Give me more vibrato. Give like give it to me. Like the reveal, like stop. It, it can't be so as tepid. Like flash the apple titties. You kind of just did. <sighs> you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I need yeah. you to hit it. You know. Yeah. So yeah. I also think she has. This is where my music nerd dumb comes in. I think she has just like a really hard range to sing with because she's very clearly a baritone. So it's not yeah. like she can hit a really low note and make that impressive. But I don't know if she can necessarily hit a really high note and make it impressive. Mm. Right. So you have to rely on everything else that you're doing physically as well. And like you said, Amon, I just didn't think it was punchy enough. Yeah. Jessica Wilde is the last of the eliminated queens to perform and also does a lip sync to her own song. It was just mm-hmm. tough having Lala go before her. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm being honest, because not yeah. that Jessica didn't do a great job, but just Lala, like you're you're naturally comparing in your head as the acts are yeah. going. And I just feel like because Lala slayed so hard, it was to match that is really difficult, even though I think Jessica did a great job. I would make it rain on her, but yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think that, um, Lala Ree's performance just had a little bit more energy throughout. Whereas it feels like with Jessica, it had to like rev up to the grand finale of it all with the crazy, crazy head swirling. So yeah, while she did great the entire time, I feel like, it just wasn't packing the same punch that Lala's did. So, yeah. But if I wonder how I would feel if Jessica had gone, gone first, like, mm-hmm. would I be a little bit more into it? But the, the confetti was fun. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Yes. I, I mean, I think she did amazing. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't think that she, it's not even like the energy wasn't there. I think that it was just like this, like Lala was just, in her song like she felt it from the top of her head to like the tippy of her toe like it was very like 
she completely embodied the energy, the confidence, the sexuality, the everything, the show offness. And wasn't that Jessica was like hesitant at all, but it just, it was a different energy. Um, yeah. and one that required no, uh, I should say no bones in the neck. Apparently I was <laughs> the way I would be dizzy for like 10 days after that. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. wild. And sore. <laughs> Give me an ice pack. Just immediately. <laughs> so that does it for all of the fame game eligible contestants. But we did get bonus performances from Jimbo and Candy. So let's just briefly touch on those, especially because Jimbo's was so wackadoo. And it was amazing. If this was an actual talent show, like at the beginning of the season, they may have given the win to Jimbo here. Uh, yeah. I, I I thought Jimbo was the most creative. It was the most outgoing. Like it was so freaking funny. And I love that her like signature move is to pull food out of like her crotch. Like I don't like I don't I didn't really care for the baloney thing as much as like Liana does, which by the way, Aman, you should look away because Liana has a oh. special surprise. Yes, Aman, no. close your eyes. No, no, it has her face on it. It has her face on it. I know it does. It has okay. Like, it's okay, 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 okay. You can open your eyes. You can open your eyes. You your eyes. <laughs> before you showed up, Amon, she was like, Before Amon comes, before Amon comes, let me show you. <laughs> and I was like, It would have been a wonderful moment for Amon to show up right at that exact moment. Oh. Um, I, hate it. I hate it. But it, um, that was so fun. <laughs> like the fact that she opens up her wig, and there's mm-hmm. clearly like a freezer full of smoke in there. I mean, yeah, it's incredible. It just, like, billows out. I'm like, what is going on? And then like all of the noises that she's making. Ooh, oh, uh, oh, pulls oh. the banana out of her ass. Like, <laughs> like what is happening? It was so wacky and funny. I'm like, you're like, one part of my brain is like, this is so stupid. But on the other side of me is I can't stop watching it. I'm just like, yeah. oh my God, Jimbo, again, again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was so good. <laughs> really funny. It's just ridiculous, creative, super fun. Yeah. And Candy closes the show with an original song. That was not her voice. Was that no. her voice? No, that okay. That sounded not her voice. Okay. All right. Thank God. Because I was I, like, I spent the whole time trying to figure out if that was Candy singing or not. Because I was like, how did not. they edit this to make it not sound anything like her? Yeah. No, oh, I'm no. fairly confident what she probably did was know that she has a lisp and that she probably had somebody else come on. Like, that's what my thought process is. A ghost singer. Um, <laughs> a ghost, yeah. Uh, it's not even a ghost singer when you know it's not that person. You're like, yeah. oh, okay. Um, I didn't care for the song. I didn't really care for the choreography. I felt like out of all the other ones that we saw, like, she was definitely behind Jessica and Lala and all that She's stuff. And I'm like, very safe. Very if you're yeah. going to be in the top two, you better be blowing my socks off. Uh, yeah yeah she's safe. i know she's like condom safe <laughs> she's, like, <laughs> she's yeah she's life strides that's <laughs> not right life strides is something else that's not a shoe I have no idea. I don't know. Lifestyles is what I was trying to come up with. Life strides, I'm fairly certain, it's like a brand of shoe at Macy's that I was just looking at for weddings. <laughs> I guess you could wear them as shoes if you had to. <laughs> that's the that's they stretch. They do. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I that was it was tough with candy in the top two because then it was like, can, can I like swap? Yeah. Oh, like even Jessica, just like Jessica. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway. All right. We've already talked about the lip sync. We've already talked about the winners. So let's just hop back and close things out by talking about the reading challenge, because we had been discussing this all season. When is the reading challenge going to happen? Apparently right now (laughs) we are going to wait and do it all in one episode, almost like a season. I mean, it it was an episode one of an all-star season, just doing it at the end. So we got the inclusion of sort of all of those things. We mentioned a few of the reads Lala's about Alexis's I thought was really funny. The other one that I laughed at too, was the, this is the only drag queen story hour that children protest, which was James's about. (laughs) That was quite funny. Is there any other ones that y'all want to mention or anything that you remember standing out 
during the uh, reading challenge. There was another one of Lala's that I liked. I'm trying to like scrub through the episode now to, to find it. I knew Kasha was going to win because she had the most reads. And I was like, yeah. oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like everyone got two or three and she had like one for every queen. Um, mm-hmm. I felt bad that Monica didn't get too many reads, in, at least in the edit, um, like towards her. Not that I'm like, yes, read that bitch. But I'm, I'm thinking like, <laughs> if you come all the way back and then people can't even come up with reads for you, like that's actually kind of an insult. Um, <laughs> Maybe they just weren't funny and they didn't show them. Well, I think that's kind of my point, right? It's yeah. like, ooh, but I don't know. Um, yeah. Jimbo had a really good read and I can't remember what it is off the top of my head. Now. She had one about Darien Lake. Is that the one that you're thinking yeah, of? Like so. Darien Swamp, two stumps and a swamp, a swamp ass. ass. <laughs> She's a bo- like more like bear, a Darien Bog. That's a Darien Bog, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Alexis's read was just hitting on Lala. So consistency. We love that also, for her. Why were, why were she trying to do a main West voice the entire time? Oh, hey. I don't understand because oh, none oh, of the oh. jokes were funny at the end of the day. Hey. <laughs> How many bones do you want? Uh, the uh, yeah, I liked um, Lala Ree's clap. But so like the Jessica Lala sort of back and forth, I thought was really funny yeah. that every so Jessica's read about Lala was every Thursday. I think about your fashion when I take out the trash and then Lala clap back saying I could make a dress with the bags under your eyes. But Jessica, oh, yeah. that interaction yeah. was really funny. So. Um, during on the Roscoe's episode, um, Nisha said that, you know, she had been talking, like, when we had all come back, she had been talking to Candy, and she was like, I was having, like, a serious moment with, because Candy and um and Jimbo were the guests, and she was mm-hmm. like, I was having a serious moment with Candy, I was, like, being really vulnerable, I was like, you know what, they call me, right? They call me Elimination Lopez, and she said that, um, that <laughs> Candy was, like, so sincere, she was like, oh my god, I'm so sorry, and then during the reading challenge, yes, they cut it out, Candy called her that <laughs> <laughs> That's iconic. Oh my god, that's really it's like, funny. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Like, yeah, let me just write that down. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna put it out there that while I was happy that uh Kasha Davis won, and I think that she had one that was kind of mean in there that, that everyone was oh, Alexis, Alexis's bald patch. Oh, comment yeah, the, was the like landing pad from, from, the, from the back. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, ooh. I was expecting Darian to win this again because she's kind of like she wrote most of the reads for the Queens and season six. Like anything that Jocelyn Fox said on season six, she gave her all those reads. Like one night when she was cutting her hair in the hotel room. Yeah. Apparently. And Jimbo, <laughs> so. Jimbo said, uh, 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 Jimbo wrote a lot of Candy's reads too. And then mm. she was like, it, I guess they didn't, she, Jimbo said they didn't really show it, but like I had given Candy so many good reads that when I came to me, I kind of actually choked. Like yeah. a lot of my reads mm. were bad, but they only showed the good ones. So, mm-hmm. uh, so well, speak, <laughs> well, speaking of Candy, the one moment that just made me laugh so hard, this is when Rue starts alluding to the, like, so this is the very beginning of the episode when Candy and, and Jimbo are the only two there and they had discussed a possible twist the night before. And so Rue comes in and starts alluding to the rest of the girls coming back that like, oh, it's so empty with just the two of you. Go back and look at Candy's face the entire time. She is yeah. so upset. She's so unamused because I, I assumingly she probably like the rest of us. Would candy unamused. <laughs> unamused. Yeah, I know. Exactly. It's Candy unamused. That's her new name. And uh, she just looks unhappy. And I totally understand why I would be reacting exactly the same way. But I don't know why. Like in the background, just looking for her, like looking for her upset face. Oh, also, so when the I fell for this in the in the teaser the um the queens will all be voting for who takes home the crown thing i was like ah i mean there's precedent for it right look no further than all-star season three so and i think that's why it was a joke because they were like i'm just kidding that was horrible oh man never doing that again but even if they did, I really don't think too many queens would vote based off of voting because I do think that like more than any other season, the queen that went home was the queen that mostly, quote unquote, deserved it. Right. Um, I don't think like people were trying to be malicious or anything like that. Yeah, I the think only- no matter what, like Jimbo probably wins no matter what, yeah. like it, yeah. it would have been fine. Same. Right. 
Well, and that's what we're going to find out next week. So we have one more episode for the finale. We're going to get the winner of the Fame Games crowned and we're going to get the winner of the season crowned. It seems like they're going to be doing some sort of final performance thing where the eliminated queens will also be participating. So I think that that's going to be interesting to see. My assumption is it's not really going to factor in. They're going to both do fine. They're going to get a lot of positive critiques. And then ultimately we will probably see Jimbo crowned. If I was a betting woman, that's what I would pick. So we're going to find that out next week on our final episode of all Star season eight. Yay. Yeah. If Yay. Jimbo doesn't win, I'm going to gag. That would be such Bruh. a gag. Ugh. If Jimbo. Yeah. That's the thing is, is like, because I've also written it off in my head is Jimbo's going to win that if anything else happens, I will be shocked. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, and I've kind of, I mean, not that I wasn't hearing uh, what you guys were saying last week about how like there's so much more at play when it comes to the decision to save Jimbo over Jessica Wow for Candy. Mm. But hearing Candy talk about it at Roscoe, she was like, I know about a bunch of y'all have opinions about like what I should have done, but at the end of the day, like I have it, it's a drag race, it's a game within a game within a game within a mm-hmm. game. I need to make sure that I'm gonna be able to work after I leave yep. this season. And I was just like, yep. Oh, like I agree, but I'm like, why does it have to be like this? That's so annoying. Like yeah. But I think maybe it's time to think, does this need to be a strategic thing? I don't know. Or what do we do? Shake up the format. I mean, we know all star. Well, the rumor, the rumor is that all star season nine is going to be another non elimination Mm -hmm. season. So similar to what we got with all winners, some point system. Man, this is the one that nature should have come back for. I know. No, damn. (laughs) 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 The elimination queen herself. You know, I really, if this, if the, from what I've been hearing about the cast, one uh, one queen that I'm really excited to see come back is going to be there, and it's the non-elimination uh, season. I'm going to be so excited, but I don't want to spoil the people don't you know want to. Know I don't know who the much. cast yeah. is rumored to be. So yeah, well we'll find we'll find out next summer, I guess. So mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, let's get out of here, Amon. What do you want to plug? Anything else you want to say? I was just on the um, uh, the drafting podcast. We drafted Big Brother competitions, so check that out. Vote for my table. I think I'm table four. I think. Um, and yeah, that's it for now. All right, Beth. What about you? You can catch me on all my social media at Augusta Wind Eleven. Um, and uh, this past week on my weekly meltdown, we did a brand steal of Survivor Kagayan, but instead we had it all as social media platforms. Mm. It was an iconic season. Highly recommend y'all go back and watch that if you have some time. Um, just to put a highlight out there only fans is like an incredible player in the game um goes head to head with truth social many times and oh, it's wow. uh, quite amazing uh, so <laughs> definitely recommend if you have some time and you're interested in some additional content to rgp to check out my weekly meltdown <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh ridiculous and i don't know you can find me just google me or whatever if you want to <laughs> follow me on social media i'm like so disconnected right now uh but if you what i would encourage you to do is leave star ratings and reviews for us on itunes rob has website.com slash drag race if you'd like to do so thank you to the whole rhap team for all of their help behind the scenes and we'll talk to y'all soon for one more episode bye